Okay. Can you be friendly? You know, I pose everything as a question because I want you to think. I don't believe in coming to church and being, uh, duh, duh, duh. No, no, uh, no. No, nope, 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 nope. But one, you're going to go to sleep. You do. If you, because your brain, your brain is, is, tra- is, is conditioned. Oh, he's going to talk for about hundred such minutes. I'm going to take a little note and I'm going to, you know, be done. No, nope. This is supposed to be applied. You're supposed to be able to apply this to your life. I didn't, get up, I didn't study just to go to sleep. You know, I ain't, I'm not petty like some priests. They preach right next to you. How you doing, brother? You know, church sleep, boy, they hit you different. <laughs> you be like, whoo. Man, I was catching up all that new. Yes, because you was in the house of the Lord, but you sleep. If I hit you the right way, you won't wake up. We don't want to do that. Proverbs 18, 24. A man that hath friends must show himself what? Friendly. And there is a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. We all know that's Jesus. Amos 3 and 3. I like this one too. Can we walk, can two walk together except they be agreed? This part, this last part is funny because I wonder how do I say New Age Saints? New Age Saints believe that you can be friends with the world and Kick it with them and preach the gospel at the same time. And they, well, Jesus did it. I said, well, Jesus was ministering to the, to the world. He wasn't, uh, you know, at the, at the same party talking to the same girls and then throwing little Jesus in the mix between, you know, when y'all in passing, you know, I'm saved, right? No, he, he wasn't doing that. He wasn't doing that. And he actually called those people to follow him. Now, some rejected and some accepted him. But he was not just partying with the sinners. He was walking a certain direction and they were passing by. And they gave them the opportunity to either about face or keep on on their way. Amen. And so it's the same thing for us. See, these old, these, I'm assuming these are older ladies at the bottom of the hood. They walk in the same direction. And she went. And you start getting older, you need somebody who walk around the same pace as you. I don't need you walking that far in front of me. My legs don't move that fast. I'm short. I got short stubby legs. I don't have long stretched out legs. Short than your stride. Friendship with friends will know that. I know she get, I know she get blistered, so let me slow down. I know she should her, her bunion be bothering her. I don't want to aggravate it. Stuff like that. Because you would know that because that's your friend. You know stuff about your friends. And that's what Jesus kind of tried to communicate even back then when the Bible was being written that we're going to walk together. We got to walk together. That's why I hated that whole alone together thing. I said, that's so stupid. How you going to have That's oxymoronic. How you alone together? If we together, we together. But if I'm alone, I'm alone. You can't stick them together and think that makes sense. You're not God. God's the only one who can be oxymoronic, can say one thing and do another and it makes sense. Who do you think you are? But anyway, that, I digress. Anyway, but you have to be able to walk the same routes or walk the same paths. Friendship is one of those human relationships that can cause you great joy or great sorrow. Sometimes you want to put them in a headlock and square up. Hey, boss, I ain't taking no more L's from you today, man. You ain't said that one too many times. What you going to do then? <laughs> See, but you, when we fight with a friend, you can do that. And y'all shake hands. Hey, man, I was tripping. That's all I was, too. And go about your business. Can't do that now. 
Now they want to get a gun. I tell you, I'm gonna get my revenge. I, I, you know, I regret this now as an older man. Now, I'm not, excuse, not older man, older man, older guy with kids. The situation I had in high school, and I beat this dude down. And I'm not proud of it. Um, but what he didn't count on is he guess he wanted to, you know, get his lick back or whatever you want to call it, revenge. And he just kept antagonizing, making the situation worse. He didn't realize I had a, over 100 brothers at the school. <laughs> and when he tried to, you know, quote unquote, square up with me, 100 dudes was in front of me like, like the movie Spartan. <laughs> Boy, he wasn't ready for that. He's like, you know what? I'm cool. You win. And if I remember correctly, he would have sat at the police station, right? Yeah, yeah. They found him at the police station steps. That was mob action. Now, I didn't tell them to go do that. Because not, I'm not that type of person. I don't go get people to fight for me. I don't do that. But what he didn't count on is I had 100 brothers that I went to war with, obviously, in football and track and, and all those other different things. That was like, no, nah, first time was on him. The second time, it's going to be on us. <laughs> they was going to hurt that dude. And he realized it. But them type of brotherhood, that type of friendship, I, we, they still like that now. We've been gone 15 years from school. Them boys still, hey man, they got bellies now. They got kids. They put them, hey man, hold up. Hold my, hold my bag, son. <laughs> man, he can't run no more, but he sure he got a right hook out this world. Friendship, man. Long time. Life gets hard sometimes, and the one thing that can bring your spirits up is good old human interaction. Sometimes, you just need to be around some adults, adults, somebody who's, who have similar thinkings like you, grew up maybe like you, mom whipped out tail together just like you. You need that. You need people who are going the same direction as you. Sometimes, you know, you to pick me up, hey, man, I'm glad to see you, man. I'm, it was a rough day, man. Same here, boss tripping. Kids hungry. Man, what you got on the grill, man? I got some beanies and weenies for them and some steaks for us. Seriously. You, you, uh, human interaction, that's why a form of torture for the U.S. government is loneliness. Stick you in a room by yourself, man, you go crazy. You start, you start, you make up a Wilson. Wilson! Wilson! See, y'all don't, y'all, some of y'all too, you know, y'all understand. That's, uh, ooh, Tom Hanks. I can't think of the movie. That dog on volleyball, castaway. There it is. Wilson was a volleyball. He made him a person. He took his own blood, put his made a face out of him. Cause you're not meant to be alone. You're not. I was like, oh, I, I just rather be by myself. No, you don't. No, you don't want to be by yourself. That's hard. That's real hard. This is what we teach our children as they grow, as they're growing up. Be, be kind to each other. But as life goes on, we we become adults too much, and we become adults in too much world can pollute the teachings we try to instill in our children. And I've used this probably like every week for like the past five weeks. But Proverbs twenty two and six: Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So if you train a kid to be nice, to be respectful, when they hit them twenties and in, 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 in late teens. And they meet somebody older, it's yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. 
It's a sign of respect. Amen. And it's friendly. And that older man, that older woman is more inclined now to listen to what you got to say with your, your two-digit two self. Seriously. I encounter more older men now, more than, especially since I've been, I've been called in the ministry, and I, I just listen to them. I don't tell them I'm a pastor. I just listen to them. Sometimes they just want, they, they got so much to, to give out, they just want to just be talking. I kid you not, a couple weeks ago, man, I, I don't know this man. I'm working, working another job, and the guy, he said, hey, man, I'm mopping out the bathroom, and he says, hey, close that door, man. Close. So I opened the door for him. And he just started talking. He said, I'm going to put something in your pocket, man. Just, just lunch on me. And he gave me $20. I didn't ask that man for no money. I didn't ask that man for nothing like that. But I respected his age and how long he'd been on this planet. And he saw that. He said, no, you in here working. He said, you, take, you got a family, don't you? Yeah, they at home sleeping. You, you, got, you got another job, don't you? I do. Here you go. Man, this on, this, this on you, man. This for you. I wouldn't have got that if I'd have been a jerk. Hey, old man. Old man. Can you, you messing up my flow. Can you hurry up? No. No, I'm going to respect this man. I'm going to respect this, this older, older woman. I ain't going to be flirting with her. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm respect them. Because they got years that I ain't even seen yet. I can't even think that far. Now, some of their perspectives is jacked up to the floor. But I still listen to them. Because guess what? I'm going to want the same interaction when I hit their age. It's the law of reciprocity. You reap what you sow. So if I'm sowing seeds of respect, I'm going to get that back later on in my later years. And that's what we have to do. That's why I asked, can you be friendly sometimes? Can you be a friend to someone? I don't know. He talked to me like two or three times that night too after he gave me that money. And I let him talk. He wasn't talking about nothing. Talked about marriage. He said he had two or three wives. Didn't work out. He by himself now. He says, it's just my opinion, though. I says, okay. It's all right. We all got them. But I respected him. But you train up a child the way they should go. When he's old, he went out to part from it. Yeah, so you got to train your kids to be nice. Something. <laughs> you can't train no Tasmanian devil to be a Tasmanian devil and expect him to be a saint. If he was tearing stuff up at two and now he's 10, and he's still doing the same thing, that's what you train him to be. And I pray, I pray tell you, don't bring him here. Because if he come tear up anything here, I'm going to tear him up too. With you too. Because you need to learn how to control your child. He's a child. He is not the adult. I wish these kids would start hollering at me while me and their mama was raising them. Ooh! You know, sometimes when we, we out and about and our kids see somebody cutting up, I just look at them. How you feel? You feel okay? You all right? You sure you all right? All right, all right. Because you know, you know what happened if you, had, you did that, right? Amen, amen. Oh, okay, all amen. right. Love your son. Love your daughter. I do. God bless you. But they learn. You know what? I want to go outside later on. I'm not gonna do that dumb, dumb, that dumb stuff. Something, man. I'm telling you, it's you see these kids talk to they, they like I. I can't even say her first name, Mrs. Womack. I can't even say my mama's first name, Mrs. Womack. Wouldn't happen that. This is the same woman that told me I'm gonna get a whooping at the laundromat and then didn't get it. I said I'm, I got away. 
And I got home. And I changed my clothes. I got ready for bed. And then here she come. <laughs> she didn't forget. <laughs> she didn't forget. You thought I forgot? I didn't. I had to pay the price. I do that too now. I'm not as bad as my, my mama is. I'm, I'm a little more lax. <laughs> little more, I like to talk a lot more. My wrist game ain't like hers, boy. She be shooking douche. Like, ah, how you doing that, mama? That hurt. Your, your wrist should not bend that way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But you got to train the kids up now, man. Train them up to be respectful human beings. Train them up to respect the elders. Train, so, you know, everybody want to be a boss now. But here's the here's the people to understand. You have to go work for a boss to learn how to be a boss. You don't know what be, what being a boss entails. It's not easy. It's not. It's very vigorous. It's non-forgiving if you mess it up. If you mess if you mess up, you lose money. Everybody want to be a boss. He gotta have six figures. He gotta have a fancy car. He gotta have a big old house. What you got? Oh, I'm the prize. I mean, kids, you're going to give him one. You ain't, that ain't no prize. That ain't no prize. No. If he doing all that, you need to give him a tribe. Tribe. So that's minimum of five. And that big old house, he ain't hiring no housekeeper. <laughs> so he got you, folks. I don't cook. I don't do that. Oh, you don't? You ain't going to get him. Or you ain't going to be able to keep him. No big secrets to share, no fireworks or fanfare. Just dropping by a friendly hi on Just Because Day to say that I care. Yeah, just say, say hello sometimes. Hello. How are you? Como esta? I know I look Espanol. I hope I said that right. <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> See, that's what happens when you work with Hispanic folks. They, they, don't, they don't want to speak English to you. They just be like, oh. I'm, and I'm sitting up with that look on my face, trying to decipher what they just said. And it's, it's coming real slow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, man, hey, stop doing that, man. Speak English to me. Friendship is one of those human relationships that can cause you great joy. Oh, I read this already. Duh. I didn't, I didn't put up another one. Look at that. That's nice. So many things can erode trust between two individuals, but you know what can destroy a relationship fast? Being unkind to one another. Matthew 7, 6, um, verse 16. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or thistles? Don't be coming up in here, oh, you know, I, I, just, my, I, just, want, I just came to give all the love and, and all the, you know, kindness that I got to just get pouring out on me. And then the moment somebody asks you to do something, you turn into Cruella DeVille. Just, oh, I don't do that. What? But you just said you came to minister, to serve. Oh, no, but I, I won't do that. You'll do everything for love, but you won't do that? Really? Oh, you won't give up your seat for somebody who's, who's, who's ill? No. Really? You know, men won't give up their seats on the L no more for, for a pregnant woman? On the bus, they don't do it. 
They, they just, they, hey, hey, you know, you know what you got on the bus for. Should have been quicker than that. That's rough, ain't it? That's tough. Man, you can't get the sister a seat. Tough. The beauty about the gospel is it tells us all that we need to know in this life. If someone is professing that they are, mo are the most friendly person on earth, all we have to do is look at how they treat their neighbors. Just watch. Because what's in your heart, you can't fake. You can't fake being nice to somebody all day long. Oh, 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 I'm just the nicest person. I just I do everything for everybody. Really? Let's go ask those everybody's that you just said you do everything for. Let's see what they say. Because what people don't understand is you can't testify for yourself. You need two or three witnesses to testify on your behalf about what you're talking about. That will confirm to the rest of the people whether or not you are who you say you are. So if I say I'm a good father and a good husband, I got to have proof of that. But that's where your wife and your kids at. Now I got to produce that? Yeah. Need some evidence. You can't just say that. That's like lying on let people lie on your resume. So how long you been working in computers? I've been working them all my life. <laughs> but where you go to school at? Oh, I went, I went to uh, such and such, such and such. When did you graduate? What? <laughs> yeah, your degree? Oh, you ain't say nothing about the degree. You said where I go to school at. <laughs> Well, you, you got to have the degree to work for the job. The, the job requires you to have a degree because you got to have certifications for this position. Oh, I can figure that out. I Google it. Google it? No, this ain't going to work. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. You, see, I was taught that if I got two or three qualifications, then I go ahead and apply. <laughs> My friend, you're not understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> but you lied on your resume. And people do that. With everything, not just on jobs, applications like you. Since I thought you said you could cook. Oh, I can. Honey bun, honey bun, sweet, uh, 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 I can't even think of you. Whatever, you, whatever you call you, this came from the box. Because you, you left the box attached to the bowl. So this is Betty Crocker, not you. Oh, yeah, but I, I, I made that. Yeah, yeah, I made that. You didn't cook it. It's still in the bowl. You lied on your resume. You told you could cook. We expect you to play. The food deserves to be made. But yeah, people do it all the time. Trying to fake it. You can't fake. See, what's in your heart? You, you ain't going to be able to fake that. You ain't going to be able to fake it. You just not. Romans 12, verses 10 through 15. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another or not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing in instant in prayer, distributing the necessity of saints, giving to hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not, Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. You can't hide that. Those are all outwardly expressions. 
That's why a lot of times people be talking. I'm listening, but I'm not listening. Because you know what's going to tell me the, tell me who you are? Your life. If you're a married man, talking about, okay, can I talk to your wife? What do you want to talk to her for? <laughs> well, seeing that she lived with you, and she sees the real you, and your kids see the real you, I found it very beneficial that I speak to your wife and your children about your, who you are. Because you can tell me all you want who you are. And it's up to me to take it at face value. But you know who's not going to lie? Because even if she tried to lie, your kids ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kids don't, they, they kids don't, they don't have that ability to do that yet. Oh, no, daddy was out late the other night. He was sure, yeah, he was. My mama was, she was pacing the floor looking for him. Where you go? Well, you know. You see what I'm saying? Like, so, so some things you can't fake. Some things are, are outwardly expressed. Some things God is calling. He's telling, he said, okay, you know, you're not showing brotherly love at all. At all. You just cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Why? Because people got stuff in their hearts. Heart ain't as pure as you like to make everything out to be. The opposite of trust is not mistrust. It's vulnerability. No one wants to be vulnerable, especially with, with how they really feel. There's nothing, there is nothing like sitting down with someone, telling them something deep, dark, and secret about yourself. You walking away feeling refreshed, feeling relieved because you got some off your chest because you're able to share something with somebody. And they run around and tell all your business. This is why one of my, I, this, is on my, this is my own policy. I love, I just love it. Don't tell me nothing about somebody else. Because when they come to me, I want to be able to look them in the eye and not be thinking about what you just told me about them. Because what if it was not true? What if it was a lie? What if it was a mistake and they're trying to move on from it? Why you keep trying to put them back in that position? That's not friendly. That definitely is not brotherly love. Leave them alone. Why you always bringing up old stuff anyway? Leave it alone. Move on. Get you a life. Get you an own family. Get your, as the old folks, get yourself somewhere and sat down somewhere. Not sit down, sat down. Sat down somewhere. Get yourself some business. Get yourself some business. And don't be violate. Don't be a violator, <coughs> perpetrator. Don't do that, because a violation of our most prized thoughts and emotions can set us back from friendship faster than anything you've ever seen. You don't want to talk to nobody. You come to church, you sit in the back. Hey, sister, how you doing? Praise the Lord. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Won't say nothing. Hurting. In pain. Face to. Twi- your insides is begging to get out, but you won't let them because you've been violated. You've been violated. And the person that violates you is still up in there, won't apologize. Well, it was public knowledge. No, it wasn't. And even if it was, and everybody forgot about it, why you bring it back up? Now they feel it some type of way. Now they feel like they can't trust. That's the problem of the world. They feel like they can't trust church folks. I mean, all y'all hypocrites, which is true. 
I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I'm saying is, one more won't hurt. Because if you or someone else hurts someone by violating their trust, friendship seems so out of reach that it condemns you to a life of loneliness. Somebody violates your trust, violates your some information, violates your past that you, you, you had to get off your chest, and they're going to tell everybody about it, and that shame hits you in the mouth or in the face, you want you to be by yourself. That's why you're here too. I don't need no man. He ain't worth nothing. He ain't gonna do nothing. He ain't gonna do right. He ain't gonna do just get you pregnant and leave you. Well, how you know that? Because that's what your daddy did to me. No, that's what daddy did to you. And not to be funny, mama, but you picked daddy. Ain't that part of your choice too? Amen. You picked him. Amen. When you had me, you could have left. You kept having mama. You get mad at him, you know, no, no, no. My man check in. He, he cool. We good. He like me. I like him too. We all right. Yeah, some, you know, some stuff you got to break off yourself. You got, hey, mama, I'm sorry you went through that. I really am. I pray to God will, will, will heal your heart. But I'm not carrying that. Not carrying that. It's an attack on your humanity that God gives us by violation. Excuse me, not God doesn't give that by violation. That's a typo. The devil gives it by violation. That's why the title of the message is, Can You Be Friendly to Your Neighbors? Because guess what? You are going to, you are going to want and need someone one day to show themselves friendly to you. You're going to need, you're going to need a friendly, you're going to need somebody to help you with that shopping cart. You're going to need somebody to help you pump that gas. You might even need somebody to feed your food one day. So you better be reciprocating, giving that out today. Yes, you do. I don't care how many weights I lift. If I slip and fall and break my hip at a certain age, it's over. It's over. I pray I can bounce back, but if I don't, I'm going to be dependent on somebody else. And I had better, I had better had been nice to somebody else so that I can get that Amen. back. Amen. That's, a, that's a natural law in the land. It's natural. It's a natural law. Reaping and sowing. Amen. They don't go nowhere just because... Everybody can take advantage of that. That's for everybody. It's the law of reciprocity. You reap what you sow. Galatians 6 and 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So do you want friendly people or violators? Depending on what you are, depends on what you get. Hater, hater, perpetrator. That's what you're going to get. That's what you get. You're going to get ugly, rude, uh, uh, mean, and surly. I don't even know what surly is, but it sounds terrible. Mean and surly. You're going to get a mean CNA. She's going to pour that high cold water on you when you get in that shower. <laughs> she tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. Be nice. Be nice. A feeling of violation swayed inside me, uh, making me feel as if I'd been shaved off, shoved off a high platform without warning. I was f falling and I feared the sensation for more than hitting the bottom. There was no end, just a constant 
of gravity having its way with me. That's terrible. I don't like that falling feeling. You know your falling dreams you have? I'd be like, no, let's just get to the bottom already. This hurt. This is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's as if being friendly is a crime because automatically an assumption is made that you want something more up more than other than giving a kind word or gesture without being reciprocated. You know, sometimes you can't even say good morning to some people. You can't say good morning. Is it a good morning? <laughs> I just said it was. I, I thought it was until you responded like that. Is it not a good morning? Well, who, who, who declared it a good morning? <laughs> okay. Right. Too many believers fall into the trap. Road rage. Impatience with people who don't know, who don't know, insensitive to someone else's needs, cold-hearted to the fatherless, ill-compassionate to the heavy burden. It's too much world in church folks and not enough church in the world. Yeah. See, this is nice way. He said, he said, well, grace to you, buddy, but in reality, we know he gave that person a finger. You know, ain't nothing like being cut off with somebody with a Jesus loves you bumper sticker. <laughs> I mean, cut you, almost killed you. <laughs> and you put them on the side of them. You breathing heavy in the car. They can't, they can't hear you, but you, you breathing loud and heavy. You love Jesus? You? Cut me off like that? You know, that, that's, that's when you, that's when you're, you're, you ain't saved, when you're driving. Your right foot ain't saved and your, and your left foot is timid. <laughs> won't help, no, won't hit the brake for nothing. No, I, I just can't. I, I can't. He, he's, he's, just, he's just in control. I'll, you know what? It's not friendly for me to inter intervene with this, with where he's going. You know, he need to slow down. Driving too fast. Colossians 3. Verses 12, therefore, as God's choice, holy and beloved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Be tolerant with each other. And if someone has a complaint against anyone, forgive each other. As the Lord forgave you, so also forgive each other. And over all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Jesus. Can you be friendly? Can you be nice? Niche? Depending on how you pronounce it. <laughs> My goodness, can you be niche to somebody, anybody, everybody, somebody? somebody. Yeah, ain't nothing like old mean, crusty saint. What you so, what you, what you mean, what you mad for? Why you so upset? Who, who stole your lunch money? Who stole your Holy Ghost? Do you have the Holy Ghost? Where did he go? <laughs> I wonder. It's a good thing God chose me before I was born because he surely would not have afterwards. You know, it's funny. I was just talking about this. So I got a little, it's not a real skit, but this is a real story. Being friendly doesn't mean we trying to be fresh with anyone. It's what we're called to do. Mean saints can't encourage nobody. 
No one is listening to the usher whose nose is stuck in the air when you don't address them as Sister Usher Johnson of the first degree. No, if that usher greets a sinner with a uh, with a nice friendly word, and then the preacher pre preach a salvation, preach the word of salvation, and God saves that soul, that is the plan of salvation manifesting itself through God's people. But rarely do you go to get that. My wife and I went to a church years ago, visiting, and uh, for whatever reason, um, we we had to go. Kids are smaller then. Man, you would have thought. The offering time was like the most sacred part of the service. Because they people, them people locked up at that door. You can't leave now. Oh, well, my, my, I got to get my kids got to be changed. But they going to have to wait. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have to fight up out of here, huh? All right. <laughs> Let me pull my pants up. I'm saved. But I ain't, I ain't forgot nothing. Gee. I wanted ministry next, so I, could, I had the freedom to do this. I can't do this now. But, oh, yeah. I, it was about to be. And then next thing, I, as soon as I, you know, you, you take that fighting stance, and the door open. The door open. And it, it just, it, our pastor had just warned us, too, about that. And it was funny that he had did that. He said, y'all be careful going visiting other churches, because you, you best believe. You don't know how many spirits are in there. Or what's on them people? This is what I call church professionals. They go to church and they it is a job. It don't matter if they're singing, if they're preaching, if they're call themselves prophet line, uh, or you know, prophesying, or ushering, or holding the the pre the pastor's Bible, his all that other nonsense. That stuff is a job, and they take them jobs seriously. And the last thing they want is you, little old saint, coming there messing up their flow. And you be sitting looking like, man, they act like I tried to rob the place or something. I was just trying to take my kid to the bathroom. You, you, you got to be careful. Now, I'm not opposed to visiting other churches. I encourage you. Please do. Hey, you know, I'm just saying be mindful. Be mindful how you treat people. Because I don't, what, what if I was having a, what if that was my last straw? Everybody getting it. What if I actually ain't listened to knuck if you buck, boy, before I walked up in here? Now I'm about to be knucking and bucking in here. Amen. Everybody getting the elbows. Amen. 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 You know what I'm saying? So be kind. Be, watch your mouth. Cool out. Chill out. Be nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Like, hey, I'm telling my age, told me some knucking you buck. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, that's unnecessary. Like, I don't know nothing. Like, obviously, I don't know that part of the service is your most sacred time. I don't know that. I'm a visitor. I got kids that's wet. They got to be changed. You want to change them? Well, I ain't think so. So you got to be careful how you're dealing with people. Amen. Friendship on their one, one versus one level is just as important. Outside of spouses, to have someone you can give you, give you a kind word from time to time and tell you to chill out without your feelings being hurt is necessary in this Christian walk. You need somebody who can check you. Who can pull you to the side and say, sister, I don't know what's going on, but you tripping. You tripping. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to get it right. I'm gonna, it's been a long week. It's okay. We're here. Hey, bro, you all right? 
Yeah, why? Because you're so aggressive right now. Am I? Yeah. Them your kids. Them ain't uh, chicken nugget sandwiches. You about you slamming them like that? Calm down. He ain't me a kid. He don't understand. He don't. Even towards the end of Paul's life, he was calling for all those he had raised up in the faith to come and see him before he began his journey to heaven. Kind words. He said, man, I need to be encouraged, man, by some folks. I know who on the same level as me. I ain't got time. I'm about to die. Need some help. Need some help. I like this one in the corner. This is funny. He said, uh, you were a believer. Yeah, but you, you skipped it not being a jerk part, part, part about it. Why you got to be a jerk and you say it? I don't understand that. Some people just take things to a different level. A different level. I'm telling you, I have seen ministers, evangelists, pastors, bishops, whatever you want to call yourself. They like, they hear. Hear. Rudest people you ever met in your life. It, that was one of the biggest turnoffs when I first come to church. I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be around him. Or her. I don't want to be around them. They crazy. Had to realize though that said God being a child of God ain't got nothing to do with all his crazy kids. It's about him. Okay, I understand that now. But I just remember those people and and how they were in the position where they could be they could either speak life into you or they could snatch it out of you. And more often than none, they snatched it out of you and left you feeling empty, left you angry. Left you really, really upset. Sometimes you'd be like, you know what? You'd be looking at them. Give me my offering back. You ain't getting nothing. <laughs> Brother, we already counted. Well, you better take that part out. That's mine. I ain't giving. That check will bounce. I will promise you that. That's how that's upset they make you sometimes. Just unkind people. And God didn't call us to be that way. I saw I had to start reading about for myself. I said, you know what? This is in here. He said to me, not be kind. Be kind. He didn't ask you. He said, be. Mean do it. Be kind. My best friend is the one who brings out the best in me. Henry Ford. That's probably why he got all that money. That's my answer in the ear trying to help him out. Henry. Sometimes you know somebody in your ear. Some, some different insight can help you. Really can. <clears throat> The gospel only offends those who are opposed to it. But to those who have been transformed by it, it's a miracle working power that has opened our eyes to the fact that just as much as God is interested in our, conver- our, in our conversion, he is also interested in how we treat people. How we treat people. That's the part of Christianity nobody ever talks about. They talk about the speaking in the tongues. They talk about having evidence. They talking about the joy of the Lord is my strength. They talk about running around in the church seven times like it's just the walls of Jericho, like everything going to fall in on itself. They talk about the miracles, wondering, working power. They don't really talk about how you're supposed to treat one another. And it's the two commandments that Jesus gave. Love that God with all our heart, with all our mind, all our soul. Love your neighbor as you love yourself, which means he's he, he is more in, uh, more concerned about how you treat people than your gifts that you he's given you. Do you treat your neighbors right? 
Are you nice? Are you free? Can, can you sit down and have a cup of tea and con converse? Can you do that? The fruit of the spirit is godly character that we should not only exhibit in the church, but should show to all who come in contact with. The Holy, the Holy Spirit, quote unquote, Holy Ghost, is character characteristics. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, peace, faith, gentleness, meekness, temperance. It's characteristics that you should have. If you don't have those, you have 20 other things in you you need to get out and replace it with. Romans 8, 29. We know this because God knew, knew them in advance and he decided in advance that they would be conformed to the image of his son. That way, his son would be the first of many brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ was the first one born into the well, born again with the spirit of God and then here we come following after him following the same characteristics as him same care he's close he's one closer than the brother closer than a friend they're talking about Jesus and the gospel that's a fit you ever try to get some food I, I know a while back I gave some like five worth of gas the guy inside the gas station flew out of there. Don't give her any gas money. She need gas money. I can see her cars on E. She does this all the time. Don't give her any gas money. Is this your money? She does this all the time. Is this your money? Well, no. Well, put $5 on that pump and go have a nice day. I didn't give her the cash. Here's my car. Put five dollars. Now I fit five. Give her some gas and get to where she got to go. And she went on about her business. He was upset about that. She always here begging. Maybe she is. Maybe this time she really need that. I never seen a woman get out of that. Maybe she need that five dollars to get to where she was going. Maybe she had a job opportunity. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And you so short and thin when you fed up with her coming around here asking for stuff. Thank God she got the she got the strength to ask. Cause some people won't do it. Sit there and suffer in silence. I'd just rather be alone than suffer. I'm all about myself. You ain't about yourself. Hey, open up your mouth and ask. You have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you ask amiss. God does not knit us together in a body of believers for you to be by yourself. That's boring. You how you gonna be a long range of Christian? Okay, when you need help, who you calling? When you get sick, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters? No, you call the church. You call the church. And I'm not sorry if you're offended. I'm not. You're so funny. James 4 and 4. You unfaithful people, don't you know that friendship with the world means hostility towards God? So whoever wants to be the world's friend becomes God's enemy? Just because we're friendly to individuals does not mean we need to be friendly with the world. Like I was saying earlier, like some folks just don't know the divide line. You know, Jesus was walking in one direction and in passing, he was meeting people and giving them minister to them, giving them the gospel. We'll do the same thing. You are not, I repeat, you are not to get in bed with the world and then think you can quote unquote change them. This day world is theirs. It belongs to them. You're not going you're not going to go to nobody else's house and start redecorating. You're going to get you going to get thrown out. Hey man. 
I like my couch right there, but I think it would be better on this wall here. That's the sunlight in. Hey, get out. Yeah. You don't do that. But in passing, hey, brother, we got a beautiful house, man. I'd love to come break bread with you one day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One day. When the time when the time approaches, when the right time comes. And you minister to the people. When the hearts are ready. But you don't go in there on your own accord thinking you're going to just change it all up. You know, I'm going to do this thing for the Lord. You know, I can't stand gangsters for Christ. <laughs> Bruh. Please. First and foremost, go get, a, get your, go get your, all your edumacation. Because you can't bring that mentality in here and think it's going to work. People think that. Oh, you know, that gift you had out there slanging and banging? That ain't no <laughs> gift. Working a cash register is a gift. Is your register short? Oh, you can count. That's a gift. No. You slanging and banging is not a gift. You can't go in nobody's house, you know what? We're going to do it like this, and we're going to do it like that. No, you're not Ice Cube. He ain't doing that. No. You got to be free. You gotta, man, you got to be kind to one of them. When the opportunity presents itself, you be that. You be the light in the midst of darkness when no people are passing you. Hey, man, I'm lost. Can you help me? Yeah, brother, right that way. Right that way, my sister. That's how you do it. But you don't go in there trying to do on your own. You go, so many people go, oh, God, is this giving me this ministry? And I'm going to go in there and I'm going to, you're going to go in there you're going to get your tail kicked. Yeah, ain't nobody sent you nowhere. And another thing, oh, don't be, don't be. Why you got to go halfway across the world and try to save some people? You can't see people in your own house. Oh, I got this online ministry. I have thousands of subscribers. Yeah, but the subscribers that eat your food don't even listen to you. <laughs> Can you be friendly to them? Can you stop cussing them out when the camera goes off? Can you make your husband a hot meal? He's tired of bologna and cheese. He loves you, so he won't say it to you, but I'll say it. Make that man a fried bologna and cheese sandwich. Put some heat on that thing. But be friendly. Be friendly. Know your role. Know your place. No, you can't hang out with everybody. Listen to the spirit of the Lord. When he's talking to you. When he's talking to you, make sure your, your, your temple is straight so the Holy Ghost can have resident in your house. So many people are saved. Yes, they are. I, I, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm about to wrap this up. They saved, but the Holy Ghost is not, he ain't president over your house. He just, oh, I'm here. They don't let me do nothing, but I'm here. That makes no sense. No sense. If I got the spirit of God in me, I need all the help I can get. Because, Lord, these people is crazy. And sometimes they catch me on the right day. I want to get crazy too. But I can't do that and exhibit the godly character that he's called me to. And neither can you. If I can't knuckle you, Buck, you can't either. <laughs> I've retired and so should you. Amen. Father God, thank you for the word that's going forth. Thank you, Father, that we have the ability to apply the word to our lives, Father. Not just Father. We don't want to be hearers, Father. We want to be doers of it. We want to get it right before you. We want to be able to look at our lives and say, you know what? I need more of you in this area, Lord. And I want you to help me with all that you, that you have, Father. Lord, thank you for a church, Father, that is, that is dealing with our issues. Lord, thank you, Father, the leaders are not afraid, Father, to admit their wrongs. And, Father, we can all admit them, Father, we can go to you for the, in the throne of grace, Father, and get it correct. 
Lord, we all need your help. We need your love. We need your guidance. We need the word, Father. In your mighty name we pray. Amen and amen.